Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. Aging in place and wellness solutions are slowly becoming more prevalent in the industry, and they're certainly going to grow as the population ages. These solutions are not just for the elderly, though, but also for those with disabilities. That's where the Living in Place Institute's new Home Accessibility Trade Specialist designation, or HATS for short, comes in. The certification is aimed at helping trade professionals like integrators, plumbers, electricians, and carpenters differentiate themselves as specialists in the wellness and aging in place market. CE Pro editor Jason Knott recently sat down with the Living in Place Institute, plus two integration companies that have earned the certification to talk about how they plan to use it to garner more business. As always, be sure to subscribe to CE Pro's YouTube channel and hit that like button on our videos or subscribe to the CE Pro podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. We all know that aging in place and wellness are growing in demand in this market. CE Pro just completed a new wellness deep dive study, actually. It hasn't been out yet. It's going to be on the website shortly, and it's in our July issue that show that 8% of projects done by integrators over the past 12 months had some sort of a wellness component to them. So it's growing. It's not huge yet but it's, it's absolutely growing. And we know that that is going to continue to grow in demand. And one of the key components that can be brought to bear by integrators as part of a wellness solution is an aging in place solution. We all know that where that trend is going with the aging population of the United States. And, and all of that is what's driving, was among the driving forces for why the Living in Place Institute created its Home Accessibility Trade Specialist Designation, or HATS. I love the acronym. And this is a program we're going to find out a lot more about today that is designed specifically for trade specialists, meaning plumbers, carpenters, electricians, HVAC uh, technicians, and, of course, integrators. So with me today to talk about the Living in Place Institute HATS um, designation and their experience with it are several esteemed integrators, as well as Louis Delaware, the co-founder of the Living in Place Institute. So Louis, thanks for joining me this morning. Oh, thank you, Jason. How are you? I'm doing great. Also with me today is Christian Vivas, who is the COO of ABE Networks in Rockville, Maryland. Hi, Christian. Hi, good to be here. Thanks for joining me. And last but not least is Ryan Hurd, CEO of Caregiver Smart Solutions in Pequannock, New Jersey. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. All right. So let's back up a little bit. I gave kind of a super high level version, but for anybody who's not familiar, Louie, tell us specifically about not the HATS program at this point, but the the Living in Place Institute itself. Well, uh, the Living in Place Institute was founded to be able to help people of all ages uh, be able to live with independence and dignity in their home. And we don't necessarily just deal with seniors. We deal with children that may be on the spectrum or have special needs to those youngsters, teenagers, young adults that do something possibly stupid on a skateboard or on skis or on bicycles, whatever. And then all of a sudden find out that they've got, you know, a, a broken femur or something of that sort. And they come home and it's like, oh, geez, what am I going to do? My bedroom and bathroom to be able to shower? 
are upstairs and I can barely make it up one step. Uh, and, and then obviously we cascade out to people who have, you know, various challenges through life. And obviously the, the older population that have many other challenges, especially with regards to balance and, and alignment in their homes. So we founded this back in 2013. Um, we have a variety of different training programs that are geared more towards say the construction, medical and uh, design professionals to one another program that's geared towards people who do a support and service sort of function uh, for individuals from say uh, elder law to financial planning to manufacturers uh, like Ryan, um, dealers, distributors, for them to be able to understand what this living in place model is all about. And today, one of the real things that, that I'm sure a lot of integrators are finding out with what happened last year with a pandemic, all of a sudden people were starting to say, geez, do I want to put mom and dad into an assisted living facility because of what, what happened of them being more or less locked in their room? In essence, like being in prison, um, their meals being delivered to them, but having no social interaction. We can only imagine the sort of challenges that would have given to people from a psychological standpoint. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Ryan, let me turn to you. Um, obviously, you're not only a manufacturer with your Caregiver Smart Solutions, but you're a longtime integrator too. Tell us specifically about Caregiver Smart Solutions and why you created that, what wow. it is. Longtime integrator, you make me sound old. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> yes, we've been around the block. So yes, I've, I've been in the industry for 30 years. I've actually been a CDF certified integrator for over 20 years. Um, Caregiver Smart Solutions actually started because as a typical integrator, um, my father had cancer and when he came home, I was concerned. And what I learned is there's nothing in this age tech market that enables me to have more peace of mind, to see how dad's doing. Did he take his meds and is he moving around? Is he walking around? So I started using all this smart technology that we know of that we've been playing around with forever. And I manufactured a system that enables us to take a look and really help and be proactive with our aging loved ones. And that's called Caregiver Smart Solutions. And what we're doing is we are, we're, we're enabling your loved one to retain their dignity to live at home for as long as possible and to give you, the adult child caregiver, more peace of mind by knowing how they are doing in their environment. Because at the end of the day, when mom or dad, wherever they live, whether it's you know the home that you grew up in, an apartment, a condo, an assisted living facility, when they close that front door, it's a black hole. We have no idea what's going on. Yet, we wanna give them their independence. So that's what we're doing at Caregiver Smart Solutions. Fantastic. All right, Christian, tell us about ABE Networks. Yeah, so we are a uh, full-service technology integrator based in the Washington, D.C. metro area, um, though we do work all over the country. Um, we do both residential and commercial spaces, and you know, we've been in the industry for more than 30 years. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we do all of the different, you know, technologies and automation systems, and um, you know, living in place and uh, uh, aging in place is something that we do have uh, quite a bit that we uh, uh, work with people. Uh, we see it a lot on projects. So it's, uh, yeah, it's something that's 
I think you know, it's becoming more and more prevalent for sure. All right, we're going to dig into your experience in a little bit, but all right, let me um, go back to Louie and have us kind of set the stage on the HATS designation on exactly what that is. Well, there are a lot of things that people can end up doing, and it's system integrators, electricians, plumbers, carpenters, that can be done to basically make the environment safer and more accessible for individuals. Um, for example, you know, I'm luckily I don't have these sort of challenges, but I know a lot of people who do, especially somebody who may be in a wheelchair or using a walker outlets that are on the wall. You know, normally they'll be like 12, 16 inches off the floor. I've seen them in baseboard molding and imagine the difficulty for somebody who's trying to lean over with bad knees, hips, back, whatever, or they have uh, vertigo. And if they try to go down to plug it in, I'm trying to mimic what they might be doing and then come back up again they may, may be in a state of, of the whole world is spinning for them. Um, and the other, the other issue is like where, where electrical controls are. I'm not just limiting it to switches. I'm limiting it. I'm going to thermostats and other devices that they need to be able to control. Many times we see it up high. And again, somebody who's in a wheelchair or somebody who's short who has shoulder problems because of you know playing sports or whatever and and can only get their shoulder up so high, it's difficult for them to be able to operate those sort of things. The list goes on and on as to the sort of things that should be done. Now, from a system integration standpoint, I look at it from the standpoint of being able to have all the necessary things in place for people to be able to be safe, especially going from their bedroom into their bathroom. Unfortunately, as, as one ages, they end up having to possibly use the bathroom more than they used to at night. And the challenge is if they have a partner in bed with them, the last thing they wanna do is to turn a light on because they'll come back as like, you woke me up because you turned the lights on full. But we all know that your path to the bathroom, you may think you know it, but all of a sudden you've either need, you got your, your thigh onto the um, footboard of the bed, or you've hit with your foot the molding around the doorway that you're going there. And either case, you're going to be either grimacing with pain or you may have fallen down. So again, I like a scenario that is like when you step out of your bed, there is a sensor or a pad next to the bed that will turn on, say, Christmas lights under the bed uh, at a relatively low Kelvin temperature. But then in the bathroom, it turns the lights on, but only to say 20% intensity. Um, so it's helping you guide yourself to the bathroom, come back to bed. Once it senses that you've made movement towards the bed or you've stepped on that pad, in about a minute's time, the lights go down. Again, that way it prevents that sort of unfortunate circumstance that end up happening at night. There's a lot of other scenarios, as I call them, that can be built upon that to be able to help somebody who's, who's in need because of their physical challenges that they may have in life. So is the idea for an integrator to bring these solutions, um, not when they're needed, but maybe have a conversation with a customer now when they're building a new home to make it like, is this going to be a lifetime home? Is this, you know, where are you going to be 10 years, 20 years, 30 years from now versus just hoping that you're going to have customers that have somebody with a disability or an aging person, but maybe a, a broader view of this. Is that the idea, Louie? That, that truly is the idea. You know, it's, it, in many ways, if you can build in smart technology so it 
aesthetically pleasing instead of having, you know, a smart speaker hanging off an outlet, um, it's going to work much better for those individuals to have them cosmetically clean because people like that in their bathroom. They don't like things on their countertop and like and just to ask my wife, you know, it's like, no, you're not putting that there sort of thing. But to be able to integrate it, whether it's in a new construction sort of scenario or in a remodel, to be able to have these necessary features in place. But HATS brings a lot of the information that we have in our big class, the Certified Living in Place Professional Program, down to a more condensed version that is all on demand for system integrators to be able to learn more of how to be able to service this market and then be able to work, say, with designers and medical professionals and general contractors. All right, so Christian, let me turn to you. Um, uh, you, you, ABE Networks, or is it, is it company-wide, or is it specific to an individual who gets the designation? And, and what have you guys done at ABE Networks? So, uh, you know, so I have the, 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 the certification. Um, and, you know, I mean, as far as for us, it's uh, the, you know, the growth in multi-generational um, builds at, coupled with the, you know, aging in place being more and more prevalent, make it that, you know, we do want to integrate these technologies and design them in at the onset um, of the build of the home. It's not to say that there aren't excellent retrofit applications out there, but, um, you know, there really there are two key contributors. And one is, uh, like Louis said, getting us in early um, so that the builder, uh, the designer, the OT and the integrator can work uh, and collaborate with the client early and throughout to make sure that the design meets their needs. Um, you know, the second is to make sure the proper infrastructure is in place uh, so that, um, <clears throat> you know, so that we can intelligently future proof for uh, different needs and different space utilization so that this, the house can evolve with the, the resident, uh, whoever they may be. Um, you know, today it's a playroom. Later in life, it might be uh, an in-law suite. Um, so the infrastructure is critical and it's a small portion of the overall cost. So getting it right is just good practice. Um, and ultimately that type of forward thinking increases the value of the home. So, um, you know, and then there's automation systems play a huge role uh, by way of, um, you know, the least number of actions to the greatest effect uh, where lighting and shading control systems like we was talking about, um, you know, we can, uh, you know, make it such that a scene is set uh, that orchestrates everything uh, to a given state by the push of a button or by motion or uh, on a timer or simply by voice control. So, um, you know, that's something, it's basically, it, it removes the minutia that can at, uh, best be an annoyance when we're young and can, uh, you know, maybe prohibitive as we age. So uh, yeah, I mean, things like digital assistance and wearables are coming a long way. I mean, they're making strides. Um, uh, you know, and it's not just about control of the environment, it's about uh, communication as well. I mean, now you can reach out to anyone anywhere just by speaking. I mean, it's transforming uh, emergency situations. And, you know, near-term releases of wearables are going to be able to measure your blood sugar and go beyond just the steps taken and heart rate and report them. Um, these things are making it so that loved ones and caregivers can proactively monitor and, uh, and address potential issues. I mean, and they, you know, they're really making a difference and they're just getting better every day. So, yeah. Can you just give us a quick list of what are some of the questions you ask when you're meeting with a client that 
that opens up this conversation? Is it, you know, are you a caregiver for an elderly parent? Or, you know, I'm imagining if you're meeting with a family that has got young kids, that it might be kind of an out of the left field question to ask something like that. But what are some of the questions you ask to get into that conversation? So they're lifestyle questions and space utilization questions primarily to start. And that kind of gives you the sense by the way they answer those questions, it gives you a sense of, you know, where they're going. Um, also seeing the plan set gives you a, a good idea of how they're going to use the space because, you know, obviously they've been involved with the architect designing the spaces and you can kind of see that, you know, the way that things are laid out, uh, you know, how are they going to use the space? But yeah, lifestyle questions. And we talk about, you know, their families and uh, their travel and how do they, uh, you know, is it their forever home? Uh, you know, where, uh, you know, yeah, those, those types of space utilization questions. And then what we do is, like I said, we build the infrastructure in such a way that it can be converted uh, at any given time to, uh, you know, provide for different needs or for different utilization of the spaces. So yeah. So Ryan, what are some of the elements of the HATS program that you've been able to incorporate into your solution and that, or the conversation with customers? Well, I'll tell you, let, let me go back one. So as a custom integrator, you know, we're part of Cedia. And for so many years, we've learned so much from Cedia, whether it's being online or whether it's going to the show and, and, going through all the amazing trainings as well as manufacturing training. Now, when we start talking about aging or slash living in place, that's where the living in place Institute comes from. And we got CLIP certified as well as HAT. So certified living in place uh, specialist. Let me tell you something. We're very smart as far as integrators, you know, the whole CDF group, we're incredibly smart. And one of the reasons why is because we have to understand a little bit of everything, high voltage, low voltage, HVAC, wired and Wi-Fi networks. There's really so much that goes into it, which really makes us one of the smartest groups on the planet, of course. Now, meaning Louie and the Living in Place Institute really opens your eyes to this whole other section. So to give you an idea from a business model, we think we have a lot of work or a lot of need with the general consumer, you know, maybe it's that 35 to 50 year old, they have a family, they want easy control of their house, lighting control, audio, video, TV, all that stuff, all the stuff we're doing in the backyards now with outdoor entertainment. I mean, it's fun, but that's nothing compared to the aging community. As of 2020, there was 55 million Americans that are 65 and older. By 2030, which is a little more than eight years from now, 70 million Americans that are 65 and older. These people need things, an easy, way, an easy way to monitor, an easy way to control their home. And that's where this kind of mashup between living in place institute, hats, flips, and Cedia can really do amazing things. You know, the ability to leverage all this smart technology and we ask those lifestyle questions, it's just a little tweak to that, right? So for example, if your aging loved one has dementia, what's the most important things to know? Doors. Did, did mom or dad just walk out the door? What's the second most important thing to know? What was she wearing? So with a combination of smart sensors and let's say a video doorbell, you have the answers to all those fundamental questions. And those are the kind of things as you know, custom integrators that we can bring to the table. I mean, we've been doing these disciplines for 30 plus years. I mean, these are the things that 
we specialize in and we're the best group to bring this forward and really help everybody live in place, age in place, enjoy their place through the use of smart technology. So I know one of the difficulties that integrators have had over the years bringing on aging in place solutions is isolating that decision maker because in many cases it's it's the caregiver and in some cases it's the person who's actually going to be using the system. What are you finding um, are people having a, a, a growing awareness now that they recognize that they can they want to plan for this for themselves, or is it still a situation where you've got to go down that next layer and find the caregiver who's going to make the decision? So through Caregiver Smart Solutions, what we found, it's a family decision. So not only is it the adult child caregiver that's worried about mom, but it's also mom. You know, the reality is, is every time you call mom or dad and say, how are you doing? What kind of response are you going to get? I'm fine. And that's great. But you know, we're concerned. We're, we're going to ask all those questions. Are they taking their medication? Are you drinking enough? Are you eating enough? All that. And, and it's annoying our aging loved ones because they're like, hey, listen, I'm 80, 90 years old. I, I know how to eat. You know, stop asking me. How's the kids? <laughs> you know, those kind of things. So what we've learned is it's truly a family decision. And as you know, everybody has their own needs and wants and desired outcomes. So for the adult child caregiver, which I'll give you a little hint. Only the industry calls you an adult child caregiver. I've never heard a person say, hey, I'm dad's adult child caregiver. All I hear is I'm the one that helps dad, right? So it's all about giving them peace of mind. They need to know how their loved ones are doing. And on the flip side, for that aging loved one, mom, dad, grandma, whoever that is, it's all about having their back, right? Because they are deathly afraid of being that person that as Louis said, gets up at two o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom and falls between the master bedroom and bathroom. They're not wearing their pendant because, well, face it, 70 plus percent of people don't wear pendants. And then especially when they get home, they just have this belief that, well, I'm home. I don't need a pendant. They don't want to be that person that's found two hours, eight hours, two days later. We've all heard those stories. So there's got to be a better way. And that better way is leveraging smart technology real smart technology, not the gadget stuff, but the real stuff that can help us as humans and provide a solution to this problem. I like how you delineate between uh, the personal emergency response solution um, and uh, this broader solution. You know, I can tell you with my mom, she's 84 and I, several years ago, she'd fallen a couple of times and we talked about a, a PERS system and her response was, those are for old people. So um, needless to say, she doesn't have one yet. Um, but yeah. um, all well, right. That goes back to uh, another thing that I want to make a point of is understanding psychology, right? So when we start going into this elder generation, it's really important to understand psychology. And you hit it on the head, right? I'm not going to wear a pendant. Well, number one, all the pendants are butt ugly. You know, it's, it's not a Fitbit. It's not an Apple watch. For some reason, this industry stopped in 1990. It's that big, ugly pendant that has a red button that is literally screaming, I'm old and I need help. And let's face it, this was what comes back to dignity, right? Your mom doesn't want to wear this ugly thing. But the next generation that comes out that looks more like a Garmin or some kind of smartwatch, 
now we'll have better adoption. And then I'll have so many ancillaries, like you were saying before about heart rate, resting heart rate, and all these very important things. But the other thing too, is an integrator has to understand the logic and, and the, the belief systems. Because if you look at it, let's say the person that you're trying to help is 75 years old. So they've been out of the workforce for 10 years. So let's think about it. What was technology like 10 years ago? Right? You had a flip phone. You didn't have an iPhone. iPhones were just coming out. You didn't have this you know, Zoom conference. You had to go into a conference room with a $100,000 Cisco or Polycom system. And then if we look at, let's say, our 95-year-old grandmother, think about what she's seen in technology. So sometimes these groups are technologically adverse. In other words, don't put a camera in their living environment. They don't want to be spied on. Just like you. You don't want to be spied on. They don't want to be spied on. So if we understand technology as well as logic and, and belief systems and psychology, now we can approach the problem and have a real solution. Because as integrators, we have a ton of product and a ton of tools at our fingertips. So Chris, no, go ahead, Louis. For, exa for example, you know, I, I have an Apple Watch, okay? And people who know me know we have whippets. They're fast dogs. And... I was doing some laundry and one of our dogs hit me square on, on the wrist and it starts chirping at me as like, have you fallen? Hey, and you know, if you don't respond within the minute or so, it's going to make the necessary phone call for you. The other thing is, is that again, in the bathroom, having a means to be able to vocally say, I need help. I can go call 911 or call my neighbor, Ginger, um, it makes, makes a big difference for them because, you know, if they've fallen and that old adage, I've fallen, I can't get up. <laughs> those things do indeed happen. Yeah. And to be able to, to talk to a, a smart speaker to say, you know, call Ginger or, you know, or call 911 or whatever's necessary to be able to summons help because otherwise, you know, they're taking that shower. It's a warm shower. Okay. They've hurt themselves. may have broken their hip. They're on the floor. And we all know, unless you have a, a, a on-demand hot water system uh, where it's always going to be warm, my system, I've got a water tank. Eventually, that water is going to deplete. That hot water is going to become cool. And then because I live here in Colorado, it's going to turn cold. And so I'm adding insult to injury. Mm -hmm. The insult being now I'm, I'm getting hypothermia in my own shower because I can't reach up to turn off the shower head. So to be able to summons that sort of circumstance is a huge sort of thing. The other thing I always like to add in, yeah, I could go in and install all sorts of smart speakers, but I have enough knowledge that, okay, if it's not working right, I'll do what you do is unplug it for five seconds, plug it back in again. And because it, it lost its way before, and now I've reset it. Now it knows what to do. Um, not everybody understands how to do that. And that's where having great system integrators uh, to be able to come into place to do this sort of reset from afar. You know, you both brought up something that I find interesting and, and I hadn't thought of was the wearable element of this. And, you know, most integrators are not involved in wearable technology at all. Uh, Ryan, does this this whole market open up integrators into a whole new category of 
at least integrating with a wearable, whether or not they're the providing the wearable or not, but integrating with it, whereas they have never done that before. Is this open up that whole category? I think the entire market is opening up. I think as integrators, we need to change our thinking. Listen, it's great to fly all over the country and doing these amazing jobs in these amazing houses. I'm not saying anything about that. I think that's phenomenal. But I also think when you look at the data and the numbers, as I said before, by 2030, there's going to be 70 million Americans that are 65 and older. What are their needs? What can we do for them? Wearables is a part of that. They're still going to need excellent Wi-Fi networks. They're going to need connected networks. They're going to need some kind of voice control, whether it's Alexa or Google or whoever your voice of choice is. But they're going to need all these things. And the integrator, you know, we're the technologists. We touch all the technology. We understand all the technology. So we're the group that is best positioned to really take advantage of this market. So if we start looking now forward to how we can start developing and really provide solutions, because that's what it's all about. It's not, remember the days that we used to sell a Sony receiver that was 7.1 channels and so on and so forth. Well, it's not about that. It's about how can we help our aging loved ones. So Christian, let me ask you something that, you know, one thing that's been a uh, difficulty for many years for integrators is um, really taking advantage or applying the differentiation of, of being, you know, a CDM member versus we'll call it the white van guy who's driving around uh, trunk slammers as they've been, they've been called <laughs> in this industry. So now we have this other designation, you know, and some other industries I've seen in the security industry and, and even in the, in the professional commercial AV side um, that integrators are very, very cognizant of making sure they have those designations attached to their company. But this industry hasn't done a lot of that. How, do you, how are you utilizing or how do you foresee down the road utilizing that HATS designation from a marketing standpoint um, in, when you go out there to customers with ABE? Yeah, so, you know, I mean, I think that just like any certification, um, it gives us a better understanding of the nuances of the, the focus, right? So uh, designing for aging in place, uh, you know, it gives us a better understanding of that, whether it's the terminology or uh, the way that that works. And it, uh, it gives us the ability to speak with further authority um, on the subject matter when we're having those collaborative meetings that we talked about. And you know, yet, uh, you know, marketing to the client or talking to the client about these things. If, if that is an already uh, uh, present component and say they are doing multi-generational and, um, you know, and grandma is there and they're, you know, designing her living suite, uh, you know, to be able to, uh, it allows us to bring more thoughtful solutions to the table. So we can, um, you know, have an understanding of it before we get into it, as well as be able to market that and say that, hey, we, I know those terms. I know that terminology. I know that, you know, how this is going to work. I know that when I'm, uh, you know, say mounting something that, uh, you know, I may need to consider more than just the weight of the device because it could be used as a something to prevent falling. So you secure things better. I mean, just all of that stuff is, is yeah, those nuances really uh, do that. And, you know, I mean, working both in commercial and residential uh, spaces, you know, we have a lot of opportunity to blend this in. It comes in a lot. Um, you know, some, uh, I guess the most interesting would be when those two things merge and they take a large residential property 
and uh, turn it into a sort of uh, multi-occupant living kind of complex, right? For high net worth people where they're individual spaces or individual structures, but they're centrally administrated. And so it makes it a very interesting, um, uh, you know, application. And I mean, yeah, we're, I mean, we're looking forward to uh, using this in the future and continuing to, to, to market it. And, you know, I mean, just again, having that additional knowledge makes us stronger. So I think, yeah, there's, you know, we should uh, embrace these things when they come along because they just make us smarter and better at what we do. One of the things, right. one of the things Jason, I, I see with, with uh, system integrators is there's going to be a huge opportunity for you, you that, that sort of uh, company to be able to go into assisted and independent living facilities. There's a lot of them out there. They need to have, in some ways, a distinguishing feature. And one of that may be that non-invasive means of being able to monitor what's going on in those places. On top of that, I really like what, what uh, Ryan's product has, and that's predictive analysis of possible changes to someone's motion in their home. It's, many times it's going to be very indicative of somebody starting to have problems with balance if say there it's taking them x seconds normally to go from the bedroom to the kitchen and now it's double that probably there's something going on there it's not that they're just dawdling along and seeing you know frou-frou over here it's it's giving them that information that we may need to get a medical professional involved before there is this catastrophic sort of circumstance that may keep them from being able to stay or live in their home for as long as possible. That's great. Uh, using that intelligence is a, is a big advantage. All right, Louis, last uh, thing. Just describe really quickly what is actually entailed in getting the certification. Is it in person? Is it, how long does it take? Um, you know, is it is it remote? Um, and you know, what is, where where can an integrator go to get more information on it? Um, great question. Um, the the Hats program is all on demand. Um, it's broken up into individual modules um, that all are about 30 minutes or so long with a brief quiz after it, just to make certain you're paying attention to it. Um, and again, it's your own pace when you can do it. I mean, I know people who binged all the way through it. It's about five hours. Um, the benefit of this program also is because it is on demand. If you want to go back to reinforce what you learned previously, you can easily do so for the year that you have your, your, your credential. Um, and then there's, you know, means to be able to maintain your, what we call our network network benefits um, that will allow you to have another year of access to that along with, we're always updating our, our, our video programs. And next year we will have other additional sort of features into that program. So we try to make it as easy as possible for professionals to do that, simply just go to our website, livinginplace.institute, and just look up hats. Um, that, that'll be your best way to go. All right. Uh, fantastic conversation today. I want to thank Louis, Christian, and Ryan for joining me today. And uh, let's everybody go out there and target this aging in place market. Mm -hmm.